So we learned so far in the Nefesh Achayim, in the previous parak, parak base, what the Nefesh Achayim comes to argue with. The idea that the point of Torah is to bring to the, a feeling of dvekos, which means an emotional attachment. And he brought his proofs, we saw last time, why, if that would be the case, one wouldn't need to learn the whole Torah. And definitely not in the context of that one's learning the whole Torah in order to connect to the Torah. And if one needs to learn the whole Torah as a way to connect to the Torah, that means to the knowledge of Torah, or to the understanding of Torah. And the, next, the second point is that that's a point which is going to bring a person, uh, so to speak, to closeness to Hashem too. Because it comes from a point of uh, shared understanding. Now, in the next parak, Paragimel, which we're going to learn today, this is where the Nefesh Achaim really defines to us what he calls Lishma, which means the right intention to learn. And he says, Avelaemes, Ki'inya Nishma, what it means to learn Torah Nishma, Perish Lishma Torah. For it means it is the Torah, so the Shema Torah. Va'inyan Kamashi Perish Arosh, Al-Maymer Rabbi Yudazir Rabbi Talak. And the meaning is based on the Zerosh, on the Gemara in the Darim, which brings the statement of the Tanner Brother of Itadok. And what he said was, I say, Dvarim Nishem Paradon, the Dabba Ben Nishman. Do things for the sake of the one who made them, and speak about them Nishman. So the Rosh explains in that, that the first part of I say, Dvarim Nishem Paradon is talking about things you have to do, or let's say a mitzvah observance. And that is, what is the Shem Paradon? Nishman Shlakadish Parachu, Shepala Kalamanel. That the intention of doing mitzvahs is for Hashem. We, which means HaKadosh Baruch created the whole world, the Maneo to bring Kfar Shemaim, and the way we do that is by obeying Him and doing the mitzvahs, and therefore a person's intention in doing the mitzvahs should be the, that I'm doing this, Neshem uh, Shemaim, Hashem was mitzvahing me to do these mitzvahs. That's the first part, requiring mitzvahs. V'dabe ben Nishman is the second part, regarding the Torah. That's what he says, That when you're speaking and discussing Torah, it should be for the sake of Torah. What does that mean? That is to learn, to understand, to increase one's knowledge or appreciation of the Torah, that a person's learning. And therefore, Dabir Bohem, is talking to Torah, it's in order to know the Torah better, or to understand the Torah in a deeper way. And then he says, not for a negative reason, it's not to look for reasons to argue, but it's to pride oneself on one's knowledge. Now, let's explain the statement of the Tana and the, state, the way that the Rishon in the Rosh explains it. And that is just two different areas, things being discussed. One is keeping mitzvahs, and one is learning the Torah. So when it comes to keeping the mitzvahs, which is a said by what a person is going to do, and you saw the motivation in, in the mitzvahs is nishman, is nisham shemaim. And that's what Nevesh Chaim points out. Diktak levayer b'shini l'shana d'abrazer b'tzadok. The rush is coming from the difference in the language that he used. When it came to mitzvahs, he said nisham paran. When it came to Torah, he said nishma. And why? Shavasi am nisham paran v'adib am nishman. Nachem be'inyan asiya. When it comes to what a person has to do, which means in this case doing the mitzvahs, 
that it's, when a person has to do it, the, the mitzvah, the shame Hashem, who's, who created the mitzvah in order to be done, so Paulo Kalamaneo, why? Because what's the reason why a mitzvah needs to be done with the right intention? So we spoke about three. In previous parts of the Nefesh Chaim, let's just summarize again what the reasons are of why it's important that a person should have the right intention of doing a mitzvah. So the first thing we spoke about was that the mitzvah that a person does when he does a mitzvah doesn't necessarily have to be being done as a mitzvah. A person can do things which are mitzvah activities for his own reasons as well. And therefore, the intention that I'm doing this as a mitzvah is what transforms it into a mitzvah. It becomes, makes it something which is, uh, gives the understanding of what I'm doing or the explanation of what I'm doing as I'm fulfilling Hashem's decree. Whereas a person will do the same action without that in mind, it wouldn't necessarily be an example of fulfillment of Hashem's decree. So let's give an example. Uh, if a person would be hungry and would want to eat, that's a normal human activity. There's nothing necessarily uh, connected to a mitzvah in doing that. But if a person would be eating because it's Shabbos, and therefore by by you know, satiating his hunger, he's been become a mitzvah of eating Shabbos. So that makes that same activity into a mitzvah. And what transforms it into a mitzvah is the fact that I'm doing it in order to make a mitzvah. And uh, therefore the first reason why a person should be asayed by Hashem Pardon to do things, Hashem, the shame, Hashem who is mitzvahing me to do them, is because that's the intention which makes the activity I'm doing into something which is a mitzvah. What we say in, in the words of the Paiskim, mitzvah is kavana. And the kavana is the intention that what I'm doing is I'm doing as a mitzvah. That's one reason why it's important uh, to have kavana. Now, we know that when it comes to, that's the Yishma, but when it comes to Klai Yisrael, the Gemara says that even if a person would have a second intention while they're doing the mitzvah as well in mind, it's still, it's still considered to be a mitzvah with the, intent, with, with the intention that a person wants to do a mitzvah. The Gemara says in Rosh Hashanah, if a person gives a seller a stock, he gives money to a stock, and he's doing it in order that someone in his family is sick should recover. And that's in the stock of Aimeh, Bishvil, Sheikh, Yabini, and Gomer. In other words, here's intention isn't just to do a mitzvah. Here he has something he wants to get out of what he's doing. But we say that he's still a tzaddik, which means the activity he did is still a mitzvah activity. The Gemara itself differentiates between Jews and non Jews. And that is by a Jew that would make it a meritorious activity, it would still be a mitzvah. By a non-Jew, if the reason he'd be giving charity is as a kapara or as a way to get a, I mean, as a way to get a refuah for someone who's sick, it wouldn't be considered a mitzvah. And the difference is, is because Klai Yisrael will makabal the Torah at Hasina, and therefore there's a starting point of Kabbalah by Klai Yisrael, and that is we undertook to keep the Torah in the mitzvahs. We undertook to by Hashem, and therefore in every action we do, we see that this is an example of our fulfilling our commitments. So we were fulfilling it by doing this mitzvah. Now, therefore, it's obviously better if we have that intention clearly in mind when we do the mitzvah. But even if we don't, that's the underlying principle by Israel doing mitzvahs. This was a fulfillment of our obligation. Whereas when it comes to Ananjah, there never was an original commitment. And since there was never an original commitment, therefore we don't necessarily see 
uh, we don't necessarily see that what he's doing is something to fulfill Rosh Hashem, unless he has a specific in mind. And therefore the Rambam writes that a non-Jew who fulfills the Shem Mitzvah Splendach, but only beca- not because that's what Hashem wants non-Jews to do, just he feels it's the moral thing to do, or he feels it's the right thing to do, so he doesn't get rewarded for that because it doesn't make it a mitzvah. And has this intention that what I'm doing is because I was mitzvah to do it, and this is a fulfillment of a mitzvah, is something which, uh, which is a, a ma'akiv, let's say, for, for a non-Jew. And for a Jew, the only reason why it works is because, as we said previously, that's the, that's the underlying assumption which we assume, which he assumes he's doing for anyway. Okay, so that's the first, that's the first point. The first point is that uh, the intention in mitzvahs is to, that this is a kiyum, this is of Hashem to tell a person to do. That's the basic what we call kavanah in mitzvahs. The second understanding we saw of why a person has to think when he's doing mitzvahs, have in mind that I'm doing this as a mitzvah, as Hashem was mitzvah in me. We saw the principle and this is what performed the Shachayim of the din of a cotton. When you have a child who does something, so the child can have an action, but like the Gemara says, Yesh a child uh, can choose to do something, an action, but if it's something which needs intention in order to make it work, so then he can't do that. But the Gemara discusses the possibility of if an adult, a godel, would be mitzvah the child to do it, and he's watching the child do it, so then we can combine the intention that the adult had watch what's being done with the activity the child's doing. In other words, Cotton Godel Omid Ogabov so puts together the child who's doing what he's doing because that's what the Godel told him to do, and the intention that the Godel has in what's meant to be happening, and together that makes up that makes up the correct mindset with the intention involved. And the Mfashim explained that obviously when Hashem told us to keep the mitzvahs, so, the results of the mitzvahs in Shemaim and the reason Hashem wanted us to keep them are something which are beyond our ability to understand. We don't understand exactly how our actions here trigger the spiritual results that they do, even though, as we've learned from the Shara of Nefshechaim, we know that, that every action we do does have that result. And if that's the case, Hashem, as a chesed, told us these are the things to do in this world in order to bring about the necessary uh, results in Shemaim. Do we have to understand it? No. Do we know how it works? No. But we don't need to. As long as we're doing it, as the cotton, with the God of al as long as we're doing it, as we're doing the action, and, this, and with together, intending to connect that to HaKadosh Baruch Hu's intention in the action we do. And therefore, the fact that we have in mind that what we're doing is, what Hashem wants us to do, is what combines Hashem's intention in the action that we're doing, and our Maisa, to bring about the desired result. So therefore, the, shame, the, the second reason of doing a mitzvah, the shame shemaim, is that which brings about the connection of the effect that the mitzvah is going to have in shemaim. The last point is, as we spoke about on Sifon Nef Shechaim, that it says ever since the time of Adam Arishan, so when you ate from the Eid Sadas Tavara, so... We ask the question then, why was it called the Eitz Hadas Tovera? If anything, it was the Eitz Hadas Ra. The Eitz didn't the tree didn't give uh, Adam Rishon anything good. 
the tree just uh, gave him a knowledge of what's bad. So that's the case, it was das right, it was now knowledge of what's bad. We don't find the connection to anything good. If anything, the good Adam already had from before. So what makes this an answer das tovera? So we understood there the principle that das means connection. And that the answer das tovera wasn't just that it caused ra, or it caused an awareness of ra. The answer das tovera was that it connected the tov and the ra. And therefore, it's not just a question of what a person does is completely good, or someone can do something which is completely bad. And it's either or. Here we see something else, and that is that there's a, a concept of an action which combines tov and ra. That there could be an element in the action which is good, and an element in the action which is bad, and the same action has both both sides to it. And therefore, like we saw, the first to analyze the action a person did. To find an action which is completely tough, or an action which is completely right is rare. Normally, even an action which a person is doing as a good action has a certain amount of right in it. In other words, part of the person's intention of doing it is good, part of the person's intention of doing it is bad. It's like the other way around. They always bring a right from the Apostle Kenil. They say that there's Malach Melitz Elech Echad Menelef. If there's one uh, Malach who's Melitz is defending the action, one out of a thousand. And then it's not considered a completely bad action, which means even if most of the reasons or the intentions the person had when he was doing was bad, but there was one small part of it which was good, so then that's it's not, it's not judged as an action of complete avera. There's a certain uh, redeeming, so to speak, intention as well to the mice. And same thing, to do a mice which is completely good is also hard. I always give an example of my yeshiva. You have the boy who's always make sure that he's the first one to be learning in the best marriage in the morning. The first one is more open and learning when everyone else is still at breakfast or on their way. Now, is that something good? For sure. Is the intention completely good? Not completely. In other words, of course, he wants to learn, and of course, he wants to save time, and of course, he wants to be a master. But there's a certain amount of, I want to show him the best, or I want to, like, uh, there's a certain pride, and I was here before anybody else. So, in the world we're, we're in, after the Chet of Adam, there's Tov and Ezra, and the two are mixed. It's the same action as both. The person gives talk. Is it a good action? For sure. Is the motivation good? Partially. Some of the feelings he has and why he's doing it are good. He feels sorry for the Ani, and he wants to help, and he wants to be grateful to Hashem for the money he gave him, and he wants his name on the building, and he wants uh, to be honored at the dinner. There's different Chalakim to Amaisa, some good, some bad, and that's the world of Tov which is... Uh, the world we live in. And therefore, the, the so to speak, how good the Maisa is, depends on the amount of Tavin Rain. And therefore, the more that a person does something, Hashem Shemayim, so the more the Chalakim of the parts of the action which are good are more prominent and uh, are more important, uh, more than more the primary reason, and the side of which is bad is less prominent, is less important. And therefore, we have three different reasons why, when a person does a mitzvah, he should have intention the shem shemay, the shem pardon. Like we said, the first one is that that's what defines a mitzvah as a mitzvah. I'm doing this because Hashem told me to do it. Uh, the second one is because then it's combined hakadosh baruch Hu's intent, what the mitzvah is going to accomplish, in a spiritual sense, with the action I'm doing. And the third one is that the it makes it more of an action of a mitzvah. In other words, 
as, much, uh, as far as the person goes, it's something which is more tight and less rat. It's more, beside the person, something which is uh, the more focused on the good of the good side of what we're doing and not on any of the negative measures which could be could be involved as well. And we'll see all these three things in Nefshachayim says in the next paragraph why he says the, what's the reason why when a person does a mitzvah he should have in mind that the Shem Shemayim. He says, V'kabadnat is al-mavar, k'yasihana k'yasihah sa-mitzvah, v'adash yasrichadiyah sa-mitzvah min'amuvchor, for the mitzvah to be the mitzvah and the the best possible mitzvah, the choicest mitzvah, it should be bedveikos, the machshavah tahirah should be tahirah. It should be bedveikos, the connection to Hashem, that's the point of the person doing it because Hashem is inside of him. And machshavah tahirah should be tahirah. As far as pure as his machshavah can be, which means that there aren't any other intentions involved in why he's doing what he's doing. So it makes it a pure mitzvah. Kafi sikhlev asagot as much as you're able to understand. And the last point is that that should have the right effect in Shemaim. Kadesh Yiskalis Elah should cause more of a Kiddush Hashem. And that is, Negram Tikkunah Elamus, Vakaychas, Ustayim Adyani. To bring about whatever Tikkun in the spiritual world that is meant to be, or in the Storm, how things work in Shemaim. And all that's included in Zel Nashem Pahar. Kaykal Pahar Hashem, the Ma'anev, Amr, and Chazal, the Kiddusha. Everything Hashem created was. The manel, what means for Hashem, the kinosa is to add to his praise or to increase the covet shemaim in the world, and therefore that's all. That's all relating to mitzvahs, and the kavanah a person has in the mitzvah is what makes it into a better mitzvah. Now, in that sense, learning Torah is a mitzvah too. We mitzvahs are learning Torah. We're supposed to teach Torah. And if a person will be thinking that I'm doing this in order to increase Kavach Shemaim, or in order to show him obeying Hashem, or in order to uh, have whatever effect that learning Torah has in Shemaim, so that's the Machshava, which by every mitzvah would work by Torah too. Would work by Torah too. And uh, for sure, as the mitzvah, so then that's the intention a person should have in doing a mitzvah. When a person says a bracha, shake the son of mitzvah, so the Torah on the last would every Torah, so the person should think, I'm not just learning this as an intellectual stimulation. But this is Ritzan Hashem, I'm learning Hashem's Torah, and I'm doing a mitzvah, and with all the good intentions of a mitzvah as well. Now, the Nefesh Chaim just sidetracks for a second to repeat the point he's made many times before, and that is having told you about how important it is, the kavanah that a person has in doing mitzvahs, but he goes back to his biggest story before, and that is, but don't think that that's the main point of doing a mitzvah. Of course, the main thing is to do the actual action. That's what Hashem wants us to do. And that's what's going to trigger the result, and that's what's going to cause any effect it's going to cause. But that's just the start, that's, and that's therefore that has to start with doing the action. The extra level of kavana that a person can have, or the purity of his thoughts when he did the mitzvah, isn't ma'akev, which means he's done the mitzvah without that too. In Kodim, it's Tarev, Kedushas, Vatar, Machshav, Tarekar, Asiyah, Vapoel. But if a person is both, which means he connects, combines the action with a more Kaddish thought, or with more of a pure intention, then it has more of an effect. It'll have more of an effect in Shemai, and, and, uh, and uh, cause more change in the world. Rather, what would have been, if the mitzvah would have been done, the same mitzvah without that,
That's as far as doing mitzvahs. But learning Torah is meant to be a step above that. In other words, learning Torah isn't just the same as another mitzvah. And therefore my intention should be I'm doing a mitzvah by putting on tefillin, I'm doing a mitzvah by, by putting up a mezuzah. And my intention is to do what I'm doing this because Hashem wants me to do it. And for whatever reason Hashem has in mind, that should be a, come about as to be about doing a mitzvah. A person could think I'm learning Torah because Hashem wants me to learn Torah. And whatever result should come about to learn Torah, that's my... That's what I want to bring about. That's, uh, it's not less than that, the Torah, but there's an extra step that a person has to have in learning Torah too. And that is what the second part of what Rabbi Yitzhak says, and when a person comes to learn Torah, it should also be Lishman, which means Lishayim Torah. And we're explaining that besides for the Lishayim Shemayim, which there is by every mitzvah, there's also an union of Lishayim Torah. And that the Nefesh Chaim explains, but the way a person is meant to be when he's learning Torah, when even it's bedinah milch mitzvahs of chasad, even if it's regarding the the halachas of the mitzvahs themselves, I'm a bedava b'hen. But slaim hadiba b'nyanei mitzvahs of chasad and lishman, the it should be lishman, which means pirush Hashem divrei Torah. And that is leid on ahavin raisim lekachupinu. In other words, a person could be thinking that the point of learning Torah, especially as he says, we're talking about the learning the the Halachas of the mitzvahs is the hechi thing to do the mitzvahs. I want to I want to make matzahs. I have to learn halachas of how to make matzahs. I want to find the aramin. I have to learn halachas of what's the kasha. Not even what's the mahal of the kesrok. But uh, that would be learning in order to in order to be able to do the mitzvahs. And therefore, the intention will just be the same intention as in doing a mitzvah. It's the intention about learning about the mitzvahs. But he says no. When it comes to learning Torah. It's not just a hechi thinking to do mitzvahs. I'm thinking how I'm doing this in order to be able to know what to do to make the mitzvahs. When it comes to the entire, so then there's an extra element, and that is that a person has to learn Torah in order to know the Torah better. And that's what he means, to know the Torah better. And knowing the Torah better doesn't just mean knowing what to do, that's just knowing how to keep the Torah, but it's understanding the Torah. What's the reason, and what's the nafkimina, and where does it come from, and how does this apply? And that's the Laid Allahovin or To understand the Torah as best as possible. And why is that important? Why does learning Torah have a separate category that a person has to think about when learning Torah? And it's not just to think about it, it's really a focus. Which means my what I apply my mind to when I learn Torah is to understand the Torah as best as possible. Not just to know what I'm meant to do, but to understand uh, in, the, in the best level I can uh, the, the, the what's and the why's and the, exactly what you know, the reasons for everything? To know the Torah better. And what's the reason for that? So I'll give a mashal. That is a mashal which is really brought in, very similar to the mashal of Chazal. And that is if a person, like a king, a person is a, a citizen in a country, there is a king, the king makes laws, and the person is obligated to keep that. He's a citizen of the country, he's, he's bound by the laws of the country. And it's not up to him to. That to, to rationalize why why was this law made and what is it, what's the reason for it and why is it necessary? It's irrelevant. You're obligated to obey the king, you have to the legislative authority of the country, and therefore just just do what you're told. And if a person does do that, okay, very good. So then he's a loyal citizen of the country. And for most of the citizens, that's what's expected from them. These are the laws. Then no one's asking you to agree or to disagree or to understand or not to understand. You're just expected to keep the laws. Whereas when it comes to the king's close advisors 
the people that he discusses with strategy. So of course he's going to explain to them why he made the law and what it was meant to achieve and where it applies and how it applies because those are the people who he's going to discuss with them exactly how to implement it and what are the, exactly how to word it and uh, then those are people who are privy to the king's intention. They don't, they don't just give him this is the law, keep it. They explain, they, he tells them what I was trying to achieve and why I made the law like this and uh, what we should do in order to make it more effective or to make it something which is clearer people more able to keep. So they obviously know not just what the king told them to do, but the understanding of what the king was had in mind, and therefore the more they, they can discuss it with him, exactly how it's going to apply, where it's going to apply, what's the best way to make it work. And the person who keeps the mitzvahs is in the category of the citizen, and he does what he's told him to do, he's a real citizen, and that's what he's meant to do. Whereas the person who learns Torah is in the category of the king's advisor. Learning Torah is understanding, so to speak, the reasoning. Understanding what Hashem had in mind. And what Hashem instructed. And therefore, the more we can understand, this is what Hashem had in mind, this is what Hashem wanted, His intention was, this is where, then we can apply it further. And if that's the case, then this would also have a certain similarity. At the, 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 the more one understands the Torah, and the more one understands the, the thought, the thinking behind the Torah, the system, how the Torah works, then you can understand better exactly how it should apply, where it should apply, we always say that's the koyach that Tamlicha Chom used to extrapolate the new halachas. That is, once we understand the principle, how the Torah thinks, so to speak, now we can apply it to a new case. We brought in the previous year the famous words of Shivas Rashi, and that is that if one, when one's heart and thoughts and mind has been formed in a certain sense, then he can understand what that person would do or say in, in, a, in a new case. And that applies to Torah too. And therefore, the intention of learning Torah is learning Torah is to understand that it's Baruch Hashem's intention as much as you can, which is as much as given us to do in the Torah. And therefore, we don't want to just know what should we do. You know, we want to obey Hashem, so we go to Hashem Shemaim. We're going to do what Hashem told us to do. And therefore, learning halacha is just a matter of knowing this is the intention, this is what you meant to do about it. No, we're talking about we're talking about the understanding what Hashem had in mind, as it were that we can understand it and apply it in a better way. And that's the second intention, that's the Shema Torah. The person is going to be thinking about the Lens Torah. And now, he goes, I'm just jumping the brackets for the ring, so he just said, all he says is the Rosh is a different Gersa. But he finishes, Vizesh Mishayim, Hashask, Rabbi Yechem ben Zakai. Now he goes back to explain the proof he brought before from Rabbi Yechem ben Zakai. That it says he learned every single Chalak of the Torah. So the the Torah is talking, like we saw last time, and the Torah says that its intention is to give the Oyevah to those who love it. Yesh, everything that there is. The Torah is talking, and the Torah says that it intends to give those who love it, the Torah, that everything, uh, everything, yes, everything that there is, every form of knowledge. And not only that, but to give reward to anybody who is hoge, who works and, and, and applies himself to understanding it. From love of Torah. And that's why it says, by those who love me, because there's no one who loves Torah. And what it means to love Torah means, oh, and this is the, the Chiddush of the Nefeshachai maybe, and that is what he calls the Shem Nishman. The Shema of Torah is to know more Torah. It's not just 
I'm, I'm doing it in order to achieve something else, whether it's in order to achieve a greater level of connection to Hashem or to achieve a, a certain tikkun for myself or to achieve a high level of the sharpening of my intellect. That's not loving the Torah. That's using the Torah for oneself. Whereas loving the Torah means a person wants to know the Torah. And in the of knowing Torah is the more I can understand Torah and the more I know about Torah and the better I can appreciate the Torah. So that, that, that's, that's what I'm trying to do. And the, if you're going to just add one last line, and equate Torah means Chachmas Hashem. And therefore, loving Torah means trying to understand more of Chachmas Hashem. So the Nishma of Torah is to know as much Torah as I can know, to understand Torah as best as I can. And the Chiddush then is, is that the Torah calls the person Oyavai, a person who loves me. A person who loves me and wants to know everything about me. And therefore he brings the God of Yechon And that is the intention to know the entire Torah is because it all comes from that Ava of it wanting that love that I want to know everything about the Torah. And uh, now we spoke about in the, in the breadth of Torah, in the depth of Torah, in the length of Torah, it's all the same. It all comes from the sense of Ava's Torah. And the importance of the Ava's Torah is, we just say in different words, wanting to know Chachmas Hashem. Wanting to know Chachmas Hashem. The more a person knows Chachmas Hashem, the more he understands Chachmas Hashem. And, uh, and the biggest and the bigger picture, Imele, that's the connection to Hashem in its own right. Okay, that's the side of Nefesh HaKhaim's Zen of Nishma. And the, a person has that Nishma, and of course, it's, a, it's something which drives them the whole time. When the Ramam talks about the person that's Avas Terah, it says that he brings the Pazak and Mishle, it's something which occupies a person constantly. His mind's always involved in it. And it comes from the same feeling. That it's uh, not just to know the Torah, what to do with it, or what to achieve from it. But the, the more I understand it, the more I know it, and the more I appreciate it, we made it the more uh, I, I'm understanding and connecting to what we call the Chachmas Hashem. That, that wants to know more of something is what he called Abba. Just like the Rami talks about Avas Hashem, he calls it the wanting to know Hashem better. It's called Ava. So it's the same thing over here. The fact that a person wants to know more and wants to know deeper and wants to understand better uh, the Torah, that's that, that's the sense of Ava that a person has, which means the the feeling of that it's not just what does it say, but later the the more I can know, the more I understand, the more I can work with it and, and analyze it and appreciate it. So we made it the more I feel connected to it. So that's the, the difference with Nebuchadnezzar Chaim talks about Lishma. And like we said, it's all in that darga, so it's a never-ending thing. Since the Torah is infinite, so of course, the more a person knows and wants to know, the more they connect to that source of Chachma, which is Torah Sashem.